0: well hello 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 it's best picture sunday we've drawn a title from our vase of best picture winners and today's pick is gone with the wind follow along as we discuss this sweeping epic starring clark gable vivian lee and hattie mcdaniel
1: welcome dear friends new and old to our happy place filled with coffee books and movies We're reviewing old favorites and sharing newly discovered treasures. There's something for everyone here. This is Roast, Reads, and Reels. Well, Gone with the Wind came out in 1939. It did. Which was the same year that The Wizard of Oz came out. So just to set that time frame for you. Yeah. And
0: it's a Best Picture winner, which at the time it was not called Best Picture. It was,
1: I don't remember. We're going to look it up. All right, so we looked it up, and actually back then in 1939 and 1940, when it actually won the Academy Award, it was for Outstanding Production. Yes,
0: and it was up with nine other nominees, including The Wizard of Oz, Of Mice and Men, and Wuthering Heights.
1: So three amazing films. Yes. So let's just touch on that really quickly. I'm unsure how Gone with the Wind actually took Best Picture.
0: I am unsure as well. (laughs) I don't know how it won. Uh, Wizard of Oz is one of my top five favorite movies of all time. Perhaps most people's top five. I think uh, Gone with the Wind is probably in my bottom few. Well, I think that
1: Gone with the Wind, and perhaps why it did win the Academy Award, is it is the definition of a sweeping epic and just what went into creating this film with the production value, the costuming, the amount of extras they had on set.
0: Yes, and unlikable characters, and zero
1: story other than the Civil War. <laughs> I agree, yeah. And that's that brings us, let's just t- dive right into that, because it deals with the Civil War, it obviously has a lot of glorification of the antebellum south yes we we
0: whitewashed an issue that at the time maybe could have been better addressed it definitely showed off the racism in hollywood um with like the mammy character and you know the the nurse character
1: i was very conf- in
0: the later times where she has the high pitched voice and like purposefully making her seem like the dumb house slave it it definitely uh played into stereotypes of black people at the time and then just kind of washed over the fact that those people were slaves.
1: It really is shown at one at one scene if you've seen the film they show an entire procession of black slaves walking and joyfully going off to dig trenches to protect the south, which was very confusing to me that they made them so excited and happy to be going and doing that.
0: Yeah. Now, other than the racist Hollywood past, uh, the movie is definitely, you know, glossing over a lot of the history and it gets a lot wrong as well about the civil war, which is odd. Um, But anyway,
1: what, what do you find that it gets wrong the most?
0: Oh, there were a lot of historical inaccuracies or like, um, Rhett knew a lot of things as a civilian that he wouldn't have known You know, he knew future events that were accidental events in the Civil War, like Gettysburg. He knew about it, apparently. But, yeah, so they they got a lot historically wrong that maybe they should have looked into for a historical film like that.
1: Part of it was it was based on a novel, which then was adapted into this film. And so, obviously, a lot of this is done in hindsight. So, looking back on the history, I feel like the author wanted to give Rhett more knowledge than he, like you said, he would have had, just to kind of give exposition into the story. Right. Now, obviously, it's done very poorly. Yeah, I mean, for
0: what's considered one of the best movies of all time, it's not that
1: great. I find that, personally, I do find it one of the greatest films of all time, and not because of the story or the glorification of the Antebellum South, but for the 1930s, the scope of the film, just the score, the costuming, like I mentioned, the extras, that was pretty darn impressive for yeah. the 30s.
0: Just not the story or the character development. I do agree I, with that. I love the synopsis on IMDb. <clears throat> it reads, A manipulative woman and a roguish man conduct a turbulent romance during the American Civil War and Reconstruction periods. A manipulative woman. I think that is an understatement of all understatements about her. She's a bitch. She's a horrible, horrible person.
1: I didn't realize the first time we watched it, and I'll be honest, this is only the second time that we've watched it, and I looked at Michael at one point, and I was very confused how we're supposed to root for her. She's just... She's unlikable. Rude. And at, in the in the beginning when they're going to the barbecue... And she's manipulating every man, and then it shows her sitting in the garden. She with ju- just all of them. marries
0: a guy to try and make what's his name Ashley, yeah, just to try and make him jealous.
1: <sighs> it's ridiculous. I did find it comical because the scene where she tries to make him the most jealous is when they find out that Abe Lincoln wants to go to war, and I am shocked how these men ran to sign up because like, yes, there's going to be a war. Like we're going to win. It's almost like they've never heard of what a war is or what that entails because all of them die.
0: Yeah. Most of them die, which later on when they're doing like the death scenes, I actually laughed. And it was like, obviously the movie is just a Southern sympathy movie. And you know, they have these weeping women for their men and like, yes, it's hard when your son or husband or uncle, whatever goes off to war. But in a wholly preventable war between the same nation and, like, even the way that it's written when they do the little silent movie, like, interludes where it has the text on the screen and they talk about the the nasty invaders and stuff from the North. I'm like, as a movie made in the whole part of America, you'd think that they would have been a little more, like, historically accurate and that, like, the North was not trying to invade the South, but they were trying to liberate enslaved peoples
1: well you have to see it as they saw it i mean these were the the white people who didn't do anything i mean they employed not employed they enslaved people to do their work and then they benefited off the backs of those people so they they saw them as invaders because they saw them as people coming in and disrupting their way of life these people are going to come in and they're going to take my wealth away you know,
0: Right, but I'm saying as a more modern movie mm-hmm. from, you know, the eighteen hundreds into, you know, it was nineteen thirty nine when this was produced, you'd think that they would have had less of that attitude, which is why, to me, it's a southern sympathizer movie. Absolutely. It, it shouldn't I agree that, you know, a lot of places stopped showing it. Some places pulled it from streaming during you know, some of the turbulent, um, like, George Floyd riots and things, because it really is a, a shining example of American
1: racism. Honestly, I mean, even the 30s, we see that there was such a segregation and such a us-versus-them mentality. It actually doesn't surprise me that this movie got made, because well, when it, people at, could sympathize with this film.
0: Right, when you look at Hattie and how, you know, at the... Oscar ceremony, she had to sit at a t- separate table than her co-workers. Even and, though she
1: won the Academy Award,
0: you know when it premiered in Atlanta, she wasn't allowed in the theater. You know, she was allowed in the theater in L.A., but still had to sit sit separately from all everybody else. It's just it's crazy, and I'm glad we're getting this movie out of the way first, right? And <laughs> Michael's it's like, such oh, thank a sensitive goodness. subject. I didn't even want to talk about it. I mean, the
1: other thing that I wanted to point out that I thought was so striking was the way that they portrayed women in this film they portrayed them so dainty and that the slightest warm summer breeze would just make them faint or fall over at one point there if you remember they have a scene they're all at this party and then all of them are required to take a nap in the middle of the afternoon so that they don't faint from heat stroke and if you remember they have these young black children fanning them with peacock feathers to keep the air moving. Like, they're so dainty, they just need this.
0: It shows the ridiculousness of the American South during that time period, during the, like, Civil War slash Reconstruction period, where, like, they treated women like just porcelain dolls. Even the men, though, there were pretty fucking soft.
1: They were. Like...
0: They were all so excited to go to work because it's the most work they've ever had to do in their lives. You know, none of those people had to work. None of them had jobs. They all just worked off of the plantation's money and, you know, daddy took care of everything and we all lived on the plantation together. And
1: You make a really good point there of, you know, the sympathizer and how could this have one Best Picture? Especially, let's talk about, it get, It went up against The Wizard of Oz, which is perhaps one of the most beloved and cherished films of
0: all time, which in its own way is it has its own problems. If you look into the history of the movie, with you know, right. But if we drugging it, the main actress, and, if we take you
1: know, it at face value for what the film is yeah, and what you, that did for modern pop culture, even
0: yeah. If you take the story itself, the Wizard of Oz is a much stronger story with better character development. You know. Dorothy learns more about herself and becomes a better person. And And
1: it's a musical, so how can we go wrong with a musical? It's a soundstage musical. Gotta love that. So when I did find out that this was the same year as Gone with the Wind, I was very surprised that a movie like The Wizard of Oz, which is considered more family-friendly, more accessible to people, I mean, it used the black and white sepia tones and then Technicolor so well, how that didn't get more recognition from the Academy.
0: And for a fantasy story, it has more steady plot and a driving force than <laughs> Gone with the Wind does at all. I mean, at one point we looked at each other and we're like, well, why is she in Atlanta? They never explained. She just moves in with Ashley's, wife and is like oh i guess i'm just here you know like we're just mormons now we got multiple wives here i'm just gonna move in with you and it just makes zero sense why she was even in atlanta and i was like well it seems like it's just literally to have her be in a city that was going to be sacked in order to get her to go back to Terra and not be around when Terra was being destroyed And um,
1: I feel like that is the fault of the filmmakers because they tried to condense this huge book, which it was based on, into this film, a four-hour film, which still is extremely long. But I was interested to read the book, and my mom actually mentioned that um, I should read the book, and she lent it to me, so I am going to read it eventually. But she mentioned that the book is different and delves deeper into those things. And so I'm partially feeling like... The things that are unanswered, like what you call plot holes now, I feel like are explained in a book, and maybe that this shouldn't have been condensed into a movie in any capacity, uh, not just because of the subject matter, but because of the explanation and lack thereof of story, you know, how things right. progress in the story. Yeah,
0: it's hard to get a novel that's as thick as that one is into even a four-hour movie.
1: Um one thing that I did want to point out is, and Michael will contend me on this till the day we die, but there is this scene where they're arguing on the stairs, and Rhett, quote-unquote, moves, and oh, Scarlett with you on falls down the stairs. And I completely think, because she says she's pregnant and everything, I think that he pushed that bitch down the stairs. Well, he didn't I, push her. Well, moves on purpose. She goes she was to hug go him. going to give him a
0: hug, and he moved. Because... And she
1: falls her ass down the stairs. And honestly, I everybody i talked to says no no she just fell no i think that red purposely was like i don't want to be with this crazy woman anymore i mean i think the secret of the whole thing is that he never loved her i don't think so either ever no and on that note (laughs) (laughs) um so the whole story is about a lack of love and glorifying the civil war so we're very content that we got this one out of the way first on our journey through watching all of the best picture winners Um, stay tuned because we do have one more episode after this where we watched another movie that was far more enjoyable to us so we hope you've enjoyed this episode of roasts reads and reels and we'll see you next time